done. Uh, chapter 13, verses 1 through 6. Now Joshua was old and advanced in years when the Lord said to him, You are old and advanced in years, and very much of the land remains to be possessed. That's right. <laughs> this is the land that remains. All the regions of the Philistines and all those of the Geshurites, from the Shihor, which is east of Egypt, even as far as the border of Ekron to the north, it is counted as Canaanite. The five lords of the Philistines, the Gazite, the Ashdite, the Ashkelonite, the Kittite, the Ekronite, and the Avite. To the south, all the land of the Canaanite and the Urah that belongs to the Sidonians as far as Aphek to the border of Amorite. The land of the Gabalite and all of Lebanon toward the east, and from Baal Gad below Mount Hermon as far as Lebo Hamon. All the inhabitants of the hill country from Lebanon, as far as Mishroth Maim, all of the Sidonians, I will drive them out for the sons of Israel, only allot it to Israel for an inheritance, as I have commanded you. All right, so Joshua is old, and it's time to divide up the land. Now, God's the owner of the land, so he has to divide it the way he wants to. We are going to get, in these next few chapters, extremely detailed information about what each tribe got, their inheritance. And you think, well, that's kind of boring. Well, this is almost like the title to their land. You know, you've got a, basically a legal description. You ever read the title, the abstract, or whatever it is? Yeah. Yeah, you probably have. They're really exciting reading, aren't they? They are. Yeah, it's going to keep you on the edge of your seat. But you need it. You need legal documents to prove what you own. And we may never read it, but we pay for, you know, a title lawyer or title insurance or whatever to, you know, and maybe a surveyor in some situations to determine, you know, exactly, you know, what do we have. So this is like a legal description and what a lot of what we're going to read as he divides it up among these uh, um, tribes. And I would suggest also that this isn't like the tribes coming to God and saying, well, this is where I'm going to stake my claim. Well, you're going to give me this. God tells them this is what your land is, this is what your land is. This is a gift from God, and he apportions them as he sees fit. Now, God makes the point in the end of verse 1 that much of the land remains to be possessed. I think the point is, okay, yes, they've conquered the the you know, more or less the uh, coalition resistance, but in every area, there's more to be done to wipe out the Canaanites and the other ites that were in there. And uh, that's going to be the job of each tribe. Each tribe is given a responsibility. Now, God is going to drive them out. God has promised his strength to get the job done, but every tribe is going to have to be willing to cooperate in doing that. So, comments and questions through verse 6. Alright, well what we're going to do first is to divide up the land on the east of the Jordan. The land that they <coughs> conquered from Sihon and Og. And uh, so let's look at that in general here from 7 to 14. Now therefore apportion this land for an inheritance to the nine tribes and the half tribe of Manasseh. 
Um, with the other half-tribe, the Reubenites and the Gadites received their inheritance, which Moses gave them beyond the Jordan to the east, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave to them. From Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of Arnon, with the city which is in the middle of the valley, and all the plain of Mediba, as far as Dibon, and all the cities of Sihon, king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon, as far as the border of the sons of Ammon, and Gilead, and the territory of the Geshurites and Machathites, and all Mount Hermon, and all Bashan, as far as Salka. All the kingdom of Og in Bashan, who reigned in Ashtaroth, and in Edri, he alone was left of the remnant of Rephaim. For Moses struck them and dispossessed them. But the sons of Israel did not dispossess the Geshurites or the Machathites, or for Geshur and Machath live among Israel until this day. Only to the tribe of Levi he did not give an inheritance. The offerings by fire to the Lord, the God of Israel, are their inheritance as he spoke to him. Okay, so uh, he says in verse 7, apportion this land to the nine and a half tribes, and then that's going to happen in a little bit, but first to the other half tribe, the Rumanites and the Gadites, we've got this land beyond the Jordan to the east, and he describes it, and it's the former territory of Sihon and Og, as we know. And the Israelites were supposed to conquer whatever was left in there. They did not do that. Verse 13, the Geshurites and the Makathites live among Israel to this day. Uh, you'll read more about Geshurites and Makathites in the reign of David. And it uh, is unfortunate that they had not been conquered. They were... Um, you know, a problem in certain ways for David. You might think about the wives his sons married, for example. And then he says in verse 14, only to the tribe of Levi he did not give an inheritance. Well, that stinks. Why didn't Levi get an inheritance? They were not just the priests. They were the Levites and the priests. They were... Could be priests. They were dispersed among all the tribes. Exactly. They did not get a territory. They got the 48 cities uh, dispersed among the other tribes. And really, they were considered to get the Lord as their inheritance. Now, they got a share of a lot of the offerings and first fruits and so forth as far as what they ate on. But really, instead of having a land, they had God which was the best uh, land you could ever get, was to have the Lord. The Psalms pick up on that in various passages, like Psalm 16:5, The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You support my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Indeed, my heritage is beautiful to me. Psalm 16 is a psalm of David, a psalm describing a faithful person, and ultimately describing Jesus. But he's saying, the Lord's what I get as my inheritance. That, that's the best inheritance you can have. He says, the lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. You know, it's always cool when God divides up the land and you get the really fertile land, the really nice, gently rolling hills, you get the little forest, you get the, uh, the, the lake, the pond, whatever. You know, you really rejoice when it happened. Oh, I get that one. You know, those, those boundary lines really fell well for me. 
Well, for the ones who get the Lord, you couldn't have any better boundary line fall than that. That's the top of the line inheritance. So even for Israelites in general, the idea of eventually being able to inherit the Lord is the best thing you could have. And uh, that's what the Levites had. So really don't feel sorry for them. Uh, what they had was better. Did they feel like they got <laughs> Probably depends on the era. We don't have a lot of information about that. Was there a lot of difference in the territories that the different sons got? I mean, was there some that were just, like, bad? <laughs> well, you know, um, like wow. <laughs> I'm not sure how to s- determine some of that. I will say this. There were a couple of tribes that in one sense you might say got gypped. For example, Simeon only got cities that were engulfed in Judah. But that's because of Simeon and Levi's misbehavior with the men of Shechem back in Genesis 34, and Jacob in his blessing, quote-unquote, to the sons, basically said that Levi and Simeon would be dispersed because of that misbehavior. So they they only had themselves to blame, or at least their, their forefather to blame Simeon for that. Um, the other one that you could argue got a bad rap was Dan, because the Amorites never let them take their inheritance. Of course, I say that's because Dan didn't trust in the Lord. He could have taken it if he had. So. Yeah, I wouldn't say Dan didn't. Wasn't Dan really small up there? Well, you see, that's not where Dan was. They decided to move Dan to That's where they moved. Oh, and they were supposed to be down? They were supposed to be over there by the Philistines. Oh. I thought they were supposed to be up. Where Samson was. See here. Okay, I thought... And then they went up there. I thought they, they were supposed scared. to be up at the top. <laughs> right. Yeah. They just did that because they were lazy, right? Yeah, well, they just didn't take their land, and so they found a easy city to conquer in Laish, and went up there and conquered it and settled up there. I just so. thought that it was because they were, like, got pushed into the mountains. I just thought up, and I knew there were two sections, so... No, no, they were down there. I don't know. I mean, probably somebody's got a map of the original distribution. He has one. Thank these. Yeah, thank you. So you got Dan in the right place. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, Dan I don't have good enough eyes to see all that far. But yeah, I, I have Dan over there, going all the way over to the sea, uh, to the Mediterranean Sea. Um, but they they did. They migrated to the very north of uh, Israel. You know, in one way, it's, it's kind of weird because they've got Judah and Benjamin and Ephraim right there with Dan, and you'd think that if they would have said, hey, great warriors of Benjamin, Judah, and Ephraim, could you come give us some help? <coughs> that there would have been a response to that plea. I don't know. Maybe so. I'm not impressed with Dan for not doing that. But was all the territory fertile and had good water? I mean, uh, who knows? (coughs) I don't think we know enough to know. The Negev would have been pretty dry, but then Judah got territory beyond just the Negev. You know, the hill country is going to be hilly. But much of it was hill country, so I don't know. (laughs) But then like the Transjordan area, it was suitable for the cattle, which means it probably wasn't suitable for standard farming because it probably was drier and more 
wilderness life, but it was exactly what they right. they wanted. I just don't know enough to to really answer intelligently. Not that that is usually stopped. And there was a usual. There was some disparity in size. Yeah, probably so. Although, depending on the type of land, you know, that may have, have been a part of that. To a great extent, we don't even know exactly where the boundary lines are in a lot of it. So we're kind of speculating as to exactly the size. So I'm sure God gave it to him the way he wanted to, however that was. All right, other comments or questions on that? Well, then we go into actually each of these places and their inheritance. So... We look at verse 15. So Moses gave an inheritance to the tribe of the sons of Reuben according to their families. Then he describes the territory <coughs> in verse 16, kind of the boundaries. Then in 17, 18, 19, 20, you've got the various cities that this included. Then in 21, even all the cities of the plain, and all the king of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who reigned in Heshbon, whom Moses struck with the chiefs of Midian, uh, and uh, the sons of Israel, verse 22, also killed Balaam, the son of Beor, the diviner, with their sword among the rest of their slain. Uh, the border of the sons of Reuben was the Jordan. This was the inheritance of the sons of Reuben, according to their families, their cities, and their villages. Reuben was down there right beside the Dead Sea, maybe just a little bit above it in some parts of, of Reuben. So they, if you count the right-hand side of the Jordan River, you've got the two and a half tribes, from south to north, it goes Reuben, Gad, and half Manasseh. It, it would help you if you just even memorize that or see that. You know, some of those things are kind of handy to know. Because just in different song. times, do what? There's a song for that. Yeah, there's a song really? that tells you where they are. It goes Manasseh, Gad, Reuben, Simeon, and Judah, Dan and Benjamin. Next comes Ephraim. Manasseh is a car. Zebulun and Asher. Naphtali and Dan. Conquering the land. Wow. Never heard that one before. It's our spiritual heritage. Mm-hmm. I've been to lots of places. So you said it backwards when you went. You know, because I think of Manasseh, Gad, and Reuben. Well, I was going from south to north. And I, yeah. Yeah, the song yeah. is the other way. And I went from south to north because they're going from south to north here. <laughs> I think I have good reason. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to go from north to south, then Manasseh, Gad, and Reuben. But just knowing that will help you a little bit as far as just kind of, uh, there'll be times when different tribes will be referred to and kind of knowing <laughs> where they are may help you understand different details Particularly, I would say, in the time of the judges, where a lot of the attacks came in certain geographical areas, didn't necessarily involve the whole country, and so forth. So, there'll be times when, if you've got a mental picture of kind of where they were, it'll make a little more sense. So, we might as well learn that. Other thoughts and comments? You've got the same thing with Gad, here in 24... Moses gave, also gave an inheritance to the tribe of Gad, the sons of Gad, according to their families. He describes the territory in 25, 26, uh, 27, and uh, he says this is the inheritance of the sons of Gad, according to their families, the cities and their villages. 
Verse 29, Moses also gave an inheritance to the half-tribe of Manasseh, and it was for the half-tribe of the sons of Manasseh, according to their families, the territory was, and he describes them, and, you know, in terms of uh, the, the territory and the cities and so forth. These are the territories, verse 32, which the Moses apportioned for an inheritance in the plains of Moab, beyond the Jordan of Jericho to the east. But to the tribe of Levi, Moses did not give an inheritance. The Lord, the God of Israel, is their inheritance, as he had promised them. So, the tribe of Levi are the bookends in 14 and 33. In between, you've got Reuben, Gad, and half Manasseh. Alright, anything you want to say about all that? Alright, we'll stop here for now. And, uh